Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Coach Marky Manila's podcast. I am Coach Marky Manila, coming to you from Philippines and ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. Today, it's a quick run-through of how to survive and thrive and get yourself a fantastic score, fingers crossed anyway, um, in the IELTS listening. And this also works for OET listening as well. And don't run away, even if you're not doing IELTS or OET, there's still a wealth of listening suggestions here for you to help improve your skills. If you struggle to grasp everything people are saying to you in meetings, um, interviews, etc. Now, clearly, not everything will transfer. This is mostly going to be about IELTS. Uh, this all will also work for OET and take what you can for your business meetings, okay? So with that said, let's crack on and uh, let's talk about it, right? So you've got a lot of things to take in, into account when you're doing the listening because the recording is only played once. You won't hear it a second time. So make sure you practice completing a full listening test at least once, okay, before your test and preferably several times, to be honest. Um, when you're developing your skills and vocab, you might want to practice listening more than once it's fine when you're training, but to be honest with you, I prefer with all my students in my masterclass, we only do it once. We only get one listening session and then you've got to basically be able to respond. Um, if you practice multiple times to listen to it in your test or your own mocks, as it were, then it's not really lifelike scenario and you're going to struggle in the main test. So please try to do it just the one listen and then answer the questions, all right? You do need to go to multitask. So start to practice um, writing down. So read the questions, listen for the answer, and then write down all the words at the same time. Practice doing this. Also, practice transferring answers um, to the answer sheet at home before your test. Um, anybody who works with me, I give you IELTS listening answer sheets and we, we give you basically everything you need as a PDF uh, so that you can practice at home and also with me. Um, also, please, please huh, practice writing your answers using pencil, not pen. Okay, It's the same also for the IELTS reading test. Don't use a tablet to practice at home with. Don't use a pen. Use a pencil and an answer sheet, please, because I want you to succeed and therefore we've got to make it as realistic and as accurate as you're going to have in the real life test and in that way psychologically you have, will have an advantage okay it won't feel strange on the day because you'll already be used to doing it now what i'd also say is that it's important for you to know the scores are calculated by the number of points you've got correct right so you don't lose a mark if your answer is wrong your score will not change due to incorrect answers Okay, so this is really important. It's only calculated by the number of points you got correct. Okay, that is key. If you don't know an answer, guess. Because as I just said, you won't certainly lose a point by taking the wrong answer. And you might actually guess it right. Okay, so always write something in the box in your answer sheet regardless because you can't lose any points for a wrong answer and you might just hit it lucky. So it's a better, better chance to guess and hope to score a point, then just leave it blank, all right? Okay. Um, you can write your answer using capital or lowercase letters. However, I recommend using all capital letters because sometimes, and on the paper test anyway, it can be hard for people's handwriting to be totally clear. Capital letters make that better, okay? So that's what I would recommend, but it's entirely up to you. Also, check the number of words you have, or you can have for your answer, should I say, because remember, every time a question type changes, the number of words might change too. They might alter. Um, so, for example, you might say no more than three words and a number. 
okay? So learn exactly what these specific instructions mean, okay? And if you're not sure, grab a session with me. We will go through this and double check everything to make sure you're clear for the day. And I do a prep session, um, which is available to you. It's a 60 minute, or you can have a whole one and a half hour session. It's up to you. We can go for 90 minutes to make sure you're ready for the day. Um, go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com to book that. Now, um, check the instructions, okay, to see if you can actually have a number, okay, um, on, on numbers, plural, right? So you've got to be careful. Is it a number, one, or numbers, plural? Also, how are the words and numbers calculated? That's a good question I get. So a date, such as 1950, is considered as one number, okay? Um, a large number, such as one million or one and a half million or something like that, is considered as one word, okay? Um, and a hyphenated word such as uh, full time is considered one word, okay, just joined together. So one word, not two. Um, things such as, um, I don't know, a shoe bag or something like that, um, yeah, it is considered two words, okay, even if it's not hyphenated. That's two words. If it's hyphenated, it's one word. Also, um, you really should be careful how you write things such as the articles and the prepositions, okay. So your answer will depend on the type of question you have. Um, if you are completing a sentence, for example, the best place to meet later is whatever, okay, then of course the answer grammatically must be at the gym, okay? You can't put the best place to meet is gym, okay? So it must be at the gym. Be very clear about that. If the question is a note or form completion, such as, uh, you know, question one, place equals something, okay, then the answer can be just one word, okay, so it could be gym or it could be the gym, okay, if two words are possible, double check to make sure what they're asking you to do, remember, read things carefully, spelling, oh my goodness, how many times do I have to go through this one, but it is where you lose the most points I find, right, if your answer is spelled wrong, the answer is marked wrong, okay, so you might as well have just not answered the question at all because remember you don't lose points as in such for getting a wrong answer but basically you don't gain any either so you must have the correct spelling to get the point and have it marked correctly so don't fret too much that's a good word don't worry too much about spelling while you're listening because you really don't have time to concentrate on spelling it right and as i've said in another podcast my top secret killer tip is use your own language here Right? Just write down your notes in your own language. You're going to be quicker than translating it out. And then concentrate, okay, on the listening only. You'll get all of your answers written down on your scratch sheet, and then you can transfer your answers to the answer sheet. That's when you translate out from your own language and also check your spelling, please. That's the time to check and make sure everything's correct, not while you're trying to listen to the thing. This also is true for OET. Many of my doctors, medics, nurses, physios, you know, all of the, the medical professionals, they don't realize this. Remember, as long as your answer on the actual final answer sheet isn't in your own language, you can write in your own language any way you like, okay? Just not on the desk, all right? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't condone vandalism. Oh, that's a good word. Condone means I do not agree. I am not inciting you for that, okay? Right, writing words or letters, all right? If you get a multiple choice question, it will ask you to write down the letter as your answer. So, for example, you might get option one being, I don't know, blue, two is red, three is green, and four is purple. So if the answer is purple, number four, um, then that will be down as number four, okay? Or if it was marked as A, B, C, D, 
then it would be the last one, which would be D, okay? So you mustn't write the word purple, okay? The word purple would be marked wrong, okay, because the instructions asked you to write a letter or a number, not a word. So again, this is where people are losing out because they're not reading what they're meant to do. Often I find it's not the English that's the problem, unless it's spellings, it's the technicalities. You're not understanding the instructions, so be sure you can understand the instructions and what they want to do. Do not rush the reading, okay? Now, we have lots of different types, okay? So I'd like you to practice all of them, okay? So the form completion, note completion, summary completion, sentence completion, multiple choice, diagram labeling, map labeling, table completion, form chart, okay? All of these we can cover. If you want to get the IELTS 10 task service from me, just hop over to the website, eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, and you can purchase those, and we can do all of these. You don't even need to book a session. You just do them at your own pace and send them over by email, and we put them backwards and forwards with the corrections, okay? Uh, it'll really help you. Now, don't try to understand everything. Right, IELTS adds loads of extra information, and you only need to listen to the answers. So keep yourself focused on listening for the answers to the questions. So read the question carefully. Then think about what are the key vocabs probably to do with that type of question. Bring them to the front of your mind and get them there before you hit and listen to the recording, all right? Then you are just listening out for those keywords or words similar to them to cue you in. And remember that the answers come in the order that is on the sheet. Okay, and in the recording. So listen for it in order and you will hopefully keep yourself on track. The answers can come very quickly. You might get three answers, one after the other, in a very short time. So get ready to write the answers down. They also may come slowly. There may be a gap between the answers. So don't panic in either scenario. This is very common when you come to section four. So just take your time and practice waiting for the right answer and not snatching at the wrong one. Also, look out for answers which are plural, okay, um, because <laughs> IELTS are tricky, right? And they know you have difficulty hearing the plural S, right? So these answers will certainly be given to test your listening ability. So check you are not going to be tricked by a plural being spoken about and you turn it into a singular, okay? And um, frequently we have things such as giving the answer and then changing it. Okay, so um, we hear things such as somebody saying, is it okay to meet at the gym at 6 p.m.? And then the next person says, oh, yeah, 6 p.m. works fine for me. Now, you might just put that down, but then the next part of the recording goes, oh, I just remember ah, I'm meeting somebody else. Could we make it an hour later instead? Okay, so clearly the answer originally that you would have picked there would have been 6 p.m., but the speaker then said, could we meet an hour later? So what's that? Yeah, 7 p.m. So always keep listening and be ready for that speaker to change their answer because it happens a lot. Okay. Also, similar words might not be the right answer. That's really important. And I go into that in another podcast for you about multiple choice. If you miss the answers, don't panic, right? Don't waste time. Don't lose your place in the recording. Just move on to the next one. It's gone, right? Don't let it distract you. Just keep going forward and pick up the next point instead. Concentrate. 30 minutes is a long time, isn't it? And um, certainly when you're actively listening for answers, you can kind of feel drained at this point. And if you lose focus, you will definitely miss your answers. So don't let that happen, all right? Practice, practice, practice. Full test at home, do it with me, do it with your boss, do it with your colleague, do it with your dog. Well, actually, your dog might not be so good, right? Um, unless your dog's a really fantastic dog. I mean, in which case, then, I think, uh, 
I think we need to have him or her on the podcast, right? So look, it being serious though, it's really important that you you take on board these. I hope this has given you some real top tips to focus on to get you through the IELTS listening. If you want any more support from me, you know you can reach me, obviously. Drop me a message at hello at initial-impact.com. Also, you can book yourself a session. Um, you can take a 30-minute money-back guaranteed session to try it for yourself first. And if you're not delighted, I'd refund your money, less the credit card processing fees, which I don't get back either. Um, so good luck, everybody, with the listening. It's not impossible, but it is challenging. Also, these tips will really work for you in business meetings. Remember, make notes in the business meeting in your own language. All right, okay, doesn't matter. No one's going to be looking at the notes unless you're typing up the minutes, in which case, <laughs> make sure you translate it for everybody into English, okay? But uh, seriously speaking, these tips will really help you. Just move on in meetings, etc. Try and reorientate yourself to the place you should be. If you're able to pause the meeting, then ask, just interrupt and say, could you just go back a bit? Could you just uh, make that last bit a bit clearer, okay? Clearly, you can't do that in IELTS and OET, so you've just got to stay on point, as I said, and make sure you do plenty of practice in your own time using pencil and paper. Get it as realistically as you can to match that test that you're going to take part in. And you should find that psychologically you'll have an advantage, okay? So good luck with that. If you found the podcast helpful, please share it with anybody else who's struggling with IELTS right now or OET. Also... If you really love it that much, you could sponsor a segment for 99 cents. That's fine. I think that's kind of a reasonable cost. And at the end of the day, you are helping yourself and loads of other people worldwide because together we're part of the big coach marketing and the family here. It's growing at a rate, actually. I'm quite surprised. And it's lovely just to share everything I can in the time I have with all of you. I want to spread my knowledge for what it's worth as far and wide as I can and to motivate you all to go and succeed at whatever you're doing here using your English either as a second language or native language. Don't be scared, just keep trying, never fear failure. The only failure there is is when you give up totally, all right? Until you don't do that, you're still a success. And in fact, all of you will be a success in my mind just because you're trying to do something very difficult in a challenging situation. So good luck, stay safe, I'll see you all soon. Take care. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high level English coaching, but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, maybe you're an English coach, or perhaps you are another professional. Maybe you're a life coach, or you might be a mental health counselor. Basically, anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession, or maybe you, you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show, and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.